0: Can, can people actually hear me? Is it just you talking to yourself? <laughs> yeah, it'd be weird, like a Garfield without a Garfield. Yeah.
1: <laughs> one weird stream of consciousness for me, I seem to be answering questions no one asked.
0: Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Finishing Moves with me, Simon Kane, and I can't think of anything funny to say about him this week. It's Mr. Joshua Wichard. Afternoon. Hello Josh, how are you? Well, now that I've
1: recovered from all of my yeah. ailments over yeah, the Yeah, you're no longer dying. Yeah. yeah, tonsillitis has removed itself from my body, I think, touch, touch wood. Good. So I'm now upwardly mobile, I'm eating solid food, Fit and healthy and... Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty much. I've had my coffee that... Was disproportionate in size to its cost, <laughs> but uh
0: how much did that cost? Really?
1: Uh, I don't know because you know when you're in this culture now where you just it just contactless. So you just, contactless, contactless, you just boop, here's the card. You yeah. don't, like I don't you don't think about no, money in it, the they, same way anymore. They We're show you the price, it. and you go, yeah, that's fine. I imagine it was somewhere between two pounds fifty and three pounds, and it's it's small. I, I mean, it was nice. It, that does look
0: like a, a. it's very difficult to get over in the. Audio medium, indeed. But that is a that is a small cup of coffee. Mm. But it's, I can put my whole, my whole hand around it. It's too small. That is not that is not big enough. It's a bit like um, actually it reminds me of um, I've been watching lots of Parks and Rec. Uh, Excellent recently. choice. Do you remember, there's an episode where they talk about the sugar tax, and there's the kind of gallon, yeah. large. The regular size is like a gallon, and there's a really tiny one called like the Little Gulp or yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. it just reminded me of that like it's the smallest cup of coffee I've ever absolutely seen. yeah I mean um, thanks Spice
1: and Cold it was super nice but make your coffee bigger yeah
0: well, we're not sponsored by Spice and Coal, which is probably good
1: no well I don't know where their thoughts lie on video games and wrestling maybe we'll tweet we them afterwards we We'd we'll be yeah. like hey we need corporate sponsorship do you fancy do you lining to yourself a... to two guys that live up the road <laughs> and are questioning the
0: size of your coffee yeah we could. It, this could encourage them to change their uh, their business practice. Though.
1: Maybe, maybe they were like, "Right, we need to appeal to people like that who yeah. walk up here every now and again, have their coffee." Yeah, I don't think I've never been in there. Yeah. The. I suppose I <laughs> was about to be really ah oh, really deprecating. Uh, all right. and And uh, deprecate away. No, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. It's nice. Okay. The coffee was nice.
0: It's too expensive, but whatever. I've had it now. You've had I'm it. Home. You paid for it. I did. You've had it. I did. Fair enough. Um, so, since you've been sort of on your deathbed all week, mm-hmm. um, I gather you've had a lot of time to digest media in all of its forms. I have. I have. I've been... Seems I've every been... every day this week you've said, oh, I've finished this game yeah. now, I've played this game now, I've done this now.
1: Yeah, considering normally I'm very much a, oh, I happen to have half an hour, let's just Dip into something quickly and then leave it alone for several weeks, kind of gamer. Yeah. On this occasion, it's like, well, I'm in bed yeah. for the next seventy two hours. Should probably uh, try and achieve at least something. Play this I mean, thing and then play a thing, it, play another thing. Yeah, watch a thing.
0: Uh, yeah. So got through me. Uh, got through me some games. Yeah, you've kind of done what I normally do. We've kind of swapped roles. I think this week because mm. I've not had a lot of time to play to play anything, really. I've kind of, you know, a couple of hours here or there to mm-hmm. pick up new things and just have a look at some stuff, but I've not really delved deeply into anything That's mm. that's passed to you this week.
1: Indeed. So, I, well, realistically, I played and completed two games and then watched one game happen around me, as nice as an experience as it was, <laughs> Uh having played and completed both Firewatch and... Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Yep. Uh, And then also played, in inverted commas, um, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Is it everybody or everyone? Everybody's. It's everybody. Everybody hyphen S has Ah, gone to
0: the Rapture. Okay. I think I referred to it as everyone a couple of weeks ago and then I instantly doubted myself. And then realised it's not really that
1: important. No, it's still, I mean, you've covered it. All of the people mm -hmm. have gone to the Rapture. To the Rapture, Yeah. Yeah. Which is an interesting game. Yeah, mm. I,
0: yeah, I sort of I think I'm about a third of the way through it before I put it down. I mean, it, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong.
1: Um, it's interesting in the sense of the the dialogue, um, what's going on. Obviously, you're trying to establish what has occurred, but kind of as pointed out by uh, Yasi Crowshaw and his zero punctuation, like you, you know what's occurred. Because it's the title of the game. Yeah. But the rapture occurred and you're not going to find everyone because everybody's gone.
0: But I I never, I didn't go into that, you know, again, I've not finished it. I don't actually know the nature of what happens. I don't know any of the end game. Mm -hmm. But I was never under any doubt as to, okay, that's actually what's happened. It's more, for me, it was more trying to investigate what the rapture was, you know, what actually happened. You know, I never went into it thinking I'm going to find someone else in this world. You know. I accepted that everyone's gone. Yeah. And I'm alone. I just now it's kind of piecing the puzzle together of mm. you know, I, what
1: happened. I think unfortunately due to the fact that there is let's face it, zero interaction. Yeah. You don't find out again in commas, that much. Okay. Um, in the sense that you know the, the story occurs in front of you but it's solely or mostly based on the interactions of the, the villagers in the various different parts of this you know made up northern I guess sort of Yorkshire yeah, Yorkshire town um, and then obviously there's Stephen and Kate the scientists yeah um, but yeah it it's good. It's beautiful. I did enjoy it. It gave me goosebumps quite a lot of the time, especially just like the noise
0: of the light yeah. floating past you, and you can sort of feel like the muffled speech and the. Did you find yourself because because um, you're kind of you're guided through the game somewhat, aren't you, by mm. a little moat of like? Did you find yourself kind of going off the beaten track a lot initially? Yes.
1: Um, so when I got. To So obviously you start at the observatory and you come down into the first... Into like the main village. Yorton like, or whatever it's called, y- yeah, I think. Yeah, um, And on that, at that place, literally went into every house. Yeah. I went into every little bit, whether, wherever the, the floating you know, beam of light was. But then when I very quickly realised that there's little, very little to be achieved by that. Yeah. You know, by and finding the odd... You're, ga- you're,
0: you're gaining like layers to the story aren't you really yeah but what even then think?
1: not I mean not a great deal I think mostly it's for completionists because apparently there's trophies for like looking at every single book and okay. turning on every TV and yeah. nonsense like that um, so yeah after once i have done that and once i have come out of the church which is particularly a fantastic scene yes uh, yeah from that point onwards I was I was pretty much following Just following the, the kind yeah. of on the path. Yeah. i uh-huh. like you know, ventured off a little bit here and there if I could hear yeah. a radio or a phone going or whatever. Which are the the, the two main ways of progressing the story, yeah. really, from a uh, a narrative point of view from the from the scientists I guess from Stephen and Kate. Uh
0: but Yeah, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it, but it's it's not really a game. No, it was um it's a radio play, isn't it? Yeah. No, yeah, like, like you said, I, it's, I like said you, it's like walking around the arches, isn't it? it? It's like a radio play played out in first person yeah. as you wander around. Yeah. Um, one thing I really... I One little touch I really liked about it is, you know those... Um, the number stations on the radio? Mm-hmm. They're a real thing. Like, you can tune into... There's hundreds of them out there at the moment. Yeah, yeah. They're like... Um, I think they're like relics of, like, like the Cold War or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still being broadcast now and you can sort of tune into these like stations of this disembodied voice calling out sequences of numbers um and it's just it's that's, really spooky and yeah cool. i think if i walked into a room and that was going on i think i'd be like nope nope but they're, they're, film, they're straight straight out. Real, it's a real thing and huh.
1: there you go i, I didn't know really, that yeah well if everyone's
0: scared of bollocks on someone then <laughs> yeah just put one of those on yeah absolutely um along with some tv static it seems to be like the two
1: yeah I kept on turning the TVs on I was like why am I doing that this yeah. is not it's not helping this yeah. is not everyone's going to the rapture. no yeah, one's going like... <laughs> to
0: and it's not helping me because it's making yeah. me feel on edge because I don't like the sound of static because it makes me think of the you know What I did I did like about that Like, and it was probably about a year since I played it um, so I'm kind of details are going to be a bit fuzzy mm-hmm. but everywhere I went in that game it did literally just feel like people had in an instant disappeared. Like, it felt like what it was trying to achieve in a really kind of effective way. Like, you go into the pub and there are half-finished drinks on the yeah. on the bar and you can kind of see the... Um, I can't even think of the word. Like, the aftermath of people, say, trying to kind of move or go somewhere and then all of a sudden they disappear. Yeah. Like, there'll be car boots open with, like, luggage, like, halfway in. Yeah. And, people literally sort of got frozen in time almost, you know? Yeah,
1: no, I think that there's a case, you know, there's like bloody handkerchiefs knocking around and um, like I said, luggage everywhere. I think they slightly overplay the car doors are open. Yeah. Um, as a means of uh, progressing that. Uh, and everyone seems to have white sheets <laughs> on the uh, on the clothesline outside the house. Yeah, hands. everyone happens to do that washing um, on the same day. But no, it, it's beautifully realised. I think the game looks um, looks fantastic, and yeah. you do feel very much like you know. Obviously, us being British, you know, yeah. you've and been it's... to that village. Everyone has been to a village that looks yeah. like those places yeah. that you you see in the game.
0: Yeah, and I I like the kind of you know it's it's environmental storytelling, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, um, I think more so than the the scripted bits of dialogue that you hear throughout the game. Yeah, what I liked the most about it was having to piece together what happened just based on the state of a room. You yeah. know, you, s- you could walk into a room and there's, like, a kid's toy trike mm-hmm. kind of halfway out the door and yeah. then a bunch of washing on the kitchen table and you think, oh, God, like, a family used to live here mm-hmm. and then something... Ter- you know, and yeah. That, for me, was better than the kind of scripted bits. Yeah,
1: bit. well, I think the most like most effective bit was being, in the, I think, in, like, the doctor's surgery and you listen to a bit of dialogue in there and then you're looking around and seeing like blood everywhere yeah. and discarded tissues and everything and you're like that, that's where uh, it starts to really yeah. have that like human, oh God, this like this actually, actually happened to, to lots people. of people yeah. and you start to hear the effects of what, you know, what happens to people before this all occurs. Um, yeah, no, it was it was interesting. No, getting, bleh, don't get me wrong, really glad I played it. You know, it was obviously free Yeah, back in
0: a couple of months ago.
1: Yeah, November, December. I don't know how much it is now in PlayStation Store but no. if you can get it for a couple of quid it's worth it's yeah, worth an afternoon isn't it definitely I think. I think Firewatch is definitely the is the one of the, the three yeah. yeah it's it's so beautifully done again so in the same way as everybody's gone to the rapture kind of what you're doing in the game is kind of secondary to the conversations and the dialogue that's occurring around you yeah um, certainly for the first couple of Days, obviously it's broken down in by by day. As you play it, day one, day two, something like you know your your tasks are fairly arbitrary, fairly.
0: Maybe sh- should we point out what kind of what Firewatch is if anyone's not played it? Uh,
1: um, okay, so the basic premise is, well, well, essentially because the, the premise is sort of set up by you, isn't it? Because yeah. it's interactive in the, the dialogue choices from yeah. the beginning. But basically, you are a uh, a guy that for one reason or another has um kind of turned away from his life in Boulder, Colorado and become a Firewatch Tower lookout in the National Park somewhere in yeah. Middle America. Yeah. Um, and it's mostly based around his relationship across radio, solely across radio with delilah who is his, his in, supervisor yes. or just another yeah but yeah is in is in a tower across yeah. the way that you can you see. can see the
0: tower and it's like delilah's over here
1: yeah. uh and yeah she sets you a few tasks you know you welcome to your new role can you do this can you do that and it's all kind of very like it's very simple but i think the best thing about it is that the the dialogue that just occurs whilst you're walking spaces because obviously you do have to Radio or you can radio things in yeah. that you find, yeah. You you're, you know, whether you, if you, whether you're completing a task or you found something else, and that obviously that dialogue's fairly stilted and it's like back forth, back forth, done. Yeah. But I think the the conversation that occurs when you're just wandering around and the the game just starts it, and you know you do have a certain degree of choice in terms of your responses. I think is the most. Some of the most genuine, honest and believable dialogue I think I've seen in any media in a while. To be honest, oh well, wow. um, be it game or film or or TV quite show, a, quite a
0: lofty yeah.
1: Uh... Yeah, well, again, like uh, like I said with um, life is strange, and as you did as well, you know, I found myself answering in the Ways yeah. I would like sometimes being a smart ass
0: playing, dickhead and yeah. just answering like a playing the game in the way that you would as you rather than you as this character, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it's someone
1: unveiling their past life, as it were, to essentially a complete stranger, yeah. And you can choose to be entirely open, you can just be a smart ass and just give them dickhead replies, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's honest, it's uh, it's deep. Um, it's funny when it wants to be funny uh, yeah, I just it's think scary it's scary it, as well it's, when it wants to be it is it like, really is again, it's um, one of those
0: games I've only played again probably about a third of um, I can't even remember the last thing that happened before I moved on from it mm-hmm. for whatever reason. but um one of the kind of, sort of first beats of kind of suspense is when you you know you go on this uh, little recce round the park. And you come back to your tower and it's been broken into. Yep. And immediately you feel, you know, the only other person you've ever been introduced to in this game so far is Delilah, who is, you know, several, you know, tens of miles away. And you are, for all intents and purposes, alone. Yep. And then all of a sudden someone or something has been in mm. your tower and has messed with your belongings and has broken into where you are living. You
1: yeah, know, it's- and all of a sudden that sense of isolation that you're, you thought you were having
0: and your character has obviously moved away for it's completely yeah removed the, and there's a isn't there a point I think a little bit before that where you're you're walking back to your um, lookout and there's a character off in the distance who is looking at you and then yeah. you yeah it so there's you. this sense of you are being watched yep yeah. and it, there's a that sense of unease kind of from that point I don't think goes away
1: no and I think um, the score does a really good job of that as well um And yeah, and it's just, it's really well done. I think it builds to a climax that I think has been, had mixed reviews. Um, I liked it. I thought it worked really well in the grand scheme of it. Uh, Yeah. And, and, you know, beyond all that, it's one of the the prettiest games Mm. that has come out in a long time. Yeah. The colour and everything is just outstanding. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people should get yeah. get on it.
0: I'm not sure if they're still doing it, uh, Campo Santo, but when when the game came out, because um, you can find um, a disposable camera yep. in the game, can't mm-hmm. you? Um, so obviously you can take screenshots through the PS4, Yep. Um, but you can also take photos on, on the disposable camera. camera. And when the game first came out, you could, if you... I think if you sent an email to Campo Santo or did something through their website... You could upload the pictures you took on that camera and they would print them out for you. Oh, that's outstanding. Awesome. And send you literally like hard copies of these oh, photographs you've taken yeah. in the game. Um okay. Actually, I don't know if they're still doing it, but I thought that was a really nice touch. Mm. And just and the idea of, you know, this is such a beautiful world, and they know it. Mm. The guys that mm-hmm. put put it together, they know it's such a beautiful world. Yeah. And to give you this, you can have a finite number of Screenshots. Yep. Essentially, obviously, you know, you can do more with the, you know, PS4 just through the PS4. Yeah. But the, that kind of bit of restraint of yeah, you've got twenty, mm-hmm. um, twenty shots.
1: Yeah. Well, I was I was quite choosy with what I what I did. I mean, I did use them all, uh, and then they, you do get to see them in the uh end credits. The ah, cool. They play down the, they show you down the That's side really cool. and mix it in with. Uh, because I think storyline wise I think when you first pick it up it accidentally flashes in your face yeah and like that shot comes up oh cool um yeah that's really well done yeah it
0: just it makes you stop and look doesn't it mm-hmm. you kind of you think is this worthy of one of my x number of yeah rolls of film
1: yeah um and for the most part it actually
0: is because the game is it's, it's lovely stunning, yeah really well acted as well um yeah I well that's I think that's what
1: you know there's you can't do dialogue unless you have believable voices behind it. Yeah, and done. And I'm not sure
0: who who did the voice for Delilah, but I know oh. um, Henry, the kind of player character, is voiced by uh, Rich Summers, who is um, Harry from Mad Men. So, an actual sort of. Yeah, yeah, so Hollywood yeah. actor. Oh, fair play. Listen. Rather than a, you know, no disrespect to these people, but rather than a video game voice actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there is. Of which there some, are several levels of yeah, quality. There are some. There's some credence to be gained from getting a capital A actor. Mm-hmm. You know, again, no disrespect to anyone like nope. you know Troy Baker or anyone like that because they are as incredible at their job. Um, but yeah, I think I'll yeah i have to I'll have to pick that up when I'm kind of done with the more kind of silly games or well, not silly games, but. Um, <laughs> You know... Less feels games. Less feelsy games, yeah. Yeah, you did make that promise, and you? you? Yeah, i having a bit of an embargo at the moment. Yeah. I think after uh, after Life is Strange, I think that's kind of... That's done me in yeah. for a bit. Yeah. Um So I've just sort of been playing stuff with very little consequence. At Excellent. God we done every now and again. Yeah. Um, one of them I actually, actually haven't talked about yet. Um, uh, Watch Dogs 2. Ah, okay. I've really been enjoying that. It's not not one of the most recent ge- well. It's obviously one of the most recent games that's come out that I've been playing, but I've played other things in the same span of time. Um, but I've really, I've had a lot of fun with Watch Dogs too already. I it's gather really it's fun. pretty,
1: it's pretty good. I mean, yeah. I like that it's basically gone, oh, we made a first one. Mm, yeah.
0: Forget that happened. Yeah. Because this colourful parkour version. They've totally kind of. Gone back on everything that they did it went <laughs> wrong. Everything that went wrong in the first one, yeah. Like I know I I liked the first one as a kind of proof of concept. And, yeah. And of, hey, this is it's inter- interconnected city, and you can mess with the structure of the city, and this is really fun. Yeah, but it's only really fun when you're playing as someone who kind of is able to have that fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you you do you play as Blandy McTrench, yeah though, don't you? Oh, and it's just it. like just this dour faced kind of ugh, no I'm not a, just never really a fan um, so when this game sort of opens with you your character basically just getting getting drunk on a beach and then waking up on the floor of someone else's apartment and then trying to get to his like new hacker group in his pants yeah you're just like yeah this is fun and this game doesn't take itself too seriously mm-hmm. it's it's having fun with the the tools it's given you in the world and I'm just I'm really enjoying it like it's it's dumb and it's goofy <laughs> and it's 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 just it's stupid and yep. it's nerdy mm-hmm. and really self-aware but it's really cool like um, a lot of your kind of your player character obviously interacts with this like group of hackers you're like one of this group of hackers and they're all the kind of tropes of, like, hacker fiction. Yeah. There's the kind of, you know, possibly autistic, introverted, you know, basement nerd. Yeah. There's the Hacking savant. Sort of, the yeah. There's the kind of spikes and leather clad sort of... with society. Yeah. Kind of, you know, anonymous type, you know, wears a mask through the whole game. Um <laughs> The you know all that kind of, all those like weird tropes. I mean even their uh, their little base their little like, hacker space is in the basement to a um, like a Dungeons and Dragons or oh, a board course, game shop. Of course it is. Is, it,
1: it, is there like a it, Japanese girl that wears like rollerblades and shoes no. bubblegum? <laughs> and wears bright colours. Not yet,
0: but um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, but it you know it's you know looking at the trailers when it first was announced they sort of thought oh you know they're trying too hard. Mm-hmm. To fit that kind of that kind of Mr. Robot like niche. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hacking's cool. Um, hey, kids. Like, hey, they're trying too hard. What they are too around? Look, we made it bright and everything. Yeah. Blah. And I, I thought, oh, they're just trying too hard. But actually, it's Ubisoft going, no, we're just going to have fun yeah. with it. Like, we're not taking anything too seriously. Mm-hmm. We know we're trying hard and we know we're being really very self aware, but that's what's fun about it. Yeah, yeah um and i really i've i've come to love um ubisoft as a developer again off the back of this mm-hmm. like um you know they you know they've released god knows how many assassins creed games and that and it's sort of been iterated into the ground hasn't it yeah a moment. little bit so to see them kind of go you know what we've got this new world new property let's just have fun with it mm. um they're really good at that um, kind of in the same way that the Black Flag Assassin's Creed game was really fun because they were just like oh the pirate yeah were was yeah. like fuck it let's do something different and it it was great mm-hmm. and this kind of feels kind of feels yeah. the same voice I
1: suppose they made the intelligent decision there that pirates yeah, yeah. Ev- everyone's immediately like pirate. yeah pirate yeah but we don't have pirate games let's play the pirate game
0: yeah it, so yeah Watch Dogs Two is really is really fun it's splendid. Um, and one, I think one of those games. I'm just gonna, you know, you play an hour of that here and again, just mm. to kind of be like, hey, yeah, this is fun. And now I'm gonna hijack a weird forklift truck and drive it around remotely and pick you <laughs> pick your car up. It's, it's just this fun. It's really cool.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Need to. I uh, need to check that out. I haven't. Haven't played it at all. So I need to have to uh, pick it up myself, or I'll wait for you to be to wait be, be, done, to be with done with it. it.
0: Yeah, that's, I think I I need to I need to start finishing games. I think oh, it's so hard though, isn't it? it? Yeah. Because the
1: new thing comes out and you're like, well I shouldn't. But yeah. it's in my hand. I want this now. I seem to have paid for it. Yeah, so, it's like um,
0: like on the last episode talking about, you know, playing Titanfall two. And I could finish that maybe in like three more hours or something, I think. But then the PS uh, PlayStation Store January sale happened. Yeah. And then picked up some games there, and I've just been playing those. Mm-hmm. And, like... Easily done, the discounts I, w- I should there. just put an afternoon aside, finish Titanfall, put it away, and then go, now I'm going to play this new game. But, no.
1: No. <laughs> no, not how it works, not how, ever how it's going to
0: work. No. Sadly. Goddamn new things. But uh, but what a sale, just before we move on to anything else. Um,
1: yeah, not, again, not that we're sponsored by no. PlayStation, but... but down bargain you know, like, basement prices. Yeah, I mean, I paid eight quid for Firewatch, which is um, so like just buy that now. Um, Brothers was three ninety nine. Big shout out to Brothers as well. actually. Yeah. like that's oh, yeah, a yeah. three four hour game realistically, um, but it's simple in the sense of like the challenges. You look at it once or twice and you're like, right, I got this. Yeah. But obviously the control system where you are. A brother per analog stick. Yeah, is really counterintuitive to yeah. how you normally play games because you're used to you're moving, thinking, with, moving the with the left and the camera with the, other, with the right. Yeah. Whereas all of a sudden you need to do perform if you're running in the same direction the same both actions up. on both, yeah. and it's quite. That's you, you know I can imagine that being a bit. It's true. a bit. There's an initial bit of a mind fuck, but it's very simple. It's the two analog sticks, uh, R1 and L1. Move the controller, uh, move the camera, and. R2 and L2, I uh, like, like to interact. Okay. I see the bigger brother has certain skills, smaller brother has certain skills to get you through this maze of puddles, uh, puzzles. It's kind of a puzzle platformer. It uh, gets really dark at one point where you basically... Uh, essentially, you you come out of a, a cave and all of a sudden you're walking into a kind of a... You've pretty much just missed a battle, it would seem. So there are a lot of bodies and such. Okay. And all of a sudden it goes from Ugh. quite like cutesy Yeah. You know, all the cutesy
0: pla- platformer.
1: Yeah, too. doing you a bit like
0: Oh no. and
1: gosh. the music changes like immediately and it's 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 pretty cool. Um, you know, not to this won't really spoil it, but there is a part of it where you have the the two brothers have to douse themselves in in blood Ugh. to get past a certain bit. So that's the sort of level you kind of the old uh, the old walking dead yeah. Tactic. So um no, it's it's really well done. Ugh. Um, for three ninety nine, just don't yeah. even think about it. Go out and buy it. Um, it's it's good. Got bitter feels at the end, so you might want to okay just watch yourself <laughs> there. Um, but no, it's really well done. Uh, I think it was done by a. I think it was wholly um. uh created by some like Swedish film director. So oh, it's okay. very it's very yeah, cinematic, it's very and you, yeah. Cool. So you you can certainly see that. In its presentation, uh, yeah, it's uh, cool. definitely worth it. But we also, I think we both bought, both bought Dragon uh, Age. Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, because like £5 pounds with, with super Pro- deluxe yeah. everything edition. The
0: weirdest um, kind of price point ever, mm. you know, obviously bought a lot of versions of the game in the sale. Yep. Standard version in the sale for about six ninety nine. Yep. And then the kind of deluxe mega super version marked down from sixty four ninety nine to, like, £5. Pounds. Mm. I like. well, it would be rude not to.
1: Well, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Well, I don't know why I wasn't sure. It was 5 quid, But obviously, I kind of messaged you and said, right, this game's on here. I've heard yeah. of this game. It's on the it's PlayStation expensive. Store for £5. Pounds. Should I buy it? What is it? And you described it as Mass Effect with dragons. Oh, absolutely. Which uh, I think if you don't immediately perk up your ears at the sound of Mass, Mass effect, effect, effect with, with dragons... dragons there's
0: then, something uh, wrong with you. Yeah, there's something hugely wrong think, with your brain. Um, before we, you know, venture off video games, um, it reminds me of last uh, last episode talking about things are excited for mm-hmm. for 2017. I can't believe I missed this, but um, Mass Effect Andromeda oh, is so out in I, March. I saw the new trailer and for that, I, and I it, it. I sick. So giddily excited. Yeah, Like, um, Mass Effect is probably my favorite. Favourite video game series, like, and definitely, like, favourite, like, universe. Mm. More than, I would hasten to say, more than Star Wars. I enjoy that universe. Wow, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I like love, it. I love I like those it. games. Um. So, the fact that there is a new one, and it is coming out soon, mm-hmm. and it just fills me with lots of giddy... Uh, glee and yeah. excitement it, look, it looks fantastic and it looks awesome and I'm just I'm just really excited to be back in that mm-hmm. that world yep. Um I know a lot of people have been a bit butthurt over the fact that it's not a continuation of the whole Shepard. Commander Shepard yeah. thing but like well I don't care that's yeah that's done
1: yeah we've had three and games it's great that.
0: and I just can't wait for also Mass Effect on like current gen systems because they've always been like, Mass Effect 1 was the prettiest game on the Xbox mm-hmm. 360. Um, so to see that that universe and that stuff now on current gen, oh, I'm just so excited. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. So, yeah, that is something I'm excited about. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that's all the video game chat. Yeah, I think that's all that the stuff I All the stuff I played. Week. Um, And I've been playing a bit of uh, the New Mirror's Edge game. Yeah, yeah, we we just had a we just had a quick a quick blast through that before we came on, didn't we? Another bargain on the uh, on the PS store. Mm -hmm. I will say just a small thing about it: like um, if you liked the original, buy this one because it's just more of the original. Um, it's the same game yeah like I said to you uh, before you came on like a lot of reviews I read about it you know give it like you know five out of ten six out of ten saying you know it's fun but the characters are really dull and I'm like you know if you buy if you're buying a game like that for the character and complaining that the characters are bad it's a bit like um, buying a racing game but complaining that the cars are the wrong color I'm like that's not the important bit what's, no what's fun about that game is not Hey, this is a cool character. It's the free running. Yeah, it's the the, the, the premise of, and the gameplay rather than the, the yeah. story and the, the character. It reminds me a lot of like a kind of games like you know skate and those kind of open world, just kind of skill based games where it's not about a story but about your practicing your own skill yeah. in this little playground. Yeah, I was
1: talking and about skate uh, with uh, games. with Steph the other day actually because there was. We were in a coffee shop and there was a, a group of people who I would describe as too old loitering around with skateboards. And I was like, oh, do you remember when you thought it was cool to, Good, you know... Uh, quick question. How old is too old? I don't know. Early 20s and up. Okay. I think once you get to 18, you should at least start to question... Yeah. If you're not already great at it. Yeah. Then, like, look, you're kidding. Yeah. Kitty hangs. When it was all new metal and exciting, and we all wanted Chester Bennington flame tattoos, like (laughs) that's fine, but then when you get to you know adult life, yeah, it's not a mode of transport. Uh, sorry, my my prejudice against skateboarders aside, uh, I mean, we were saying like, uh, we ended up talking about Tony Hawks 2, it's one of my favorite games of all time, one of the best soundtracks of all time. Uh, I was like, oh, I remember, you know, it kind of gave you a false impression of how how easy skateboarding is, yeah. would be where you're like oh I did a 1080 Christ there into yeah. this into this grind into a, a manual that lasted for half an hour yeah and you get the 500,000 points and then you comes to skate and you're like kick flip yes, yes. <laughs> I success fucking hell how yeah. possibly difficult it is to actually do anything of, of note in that game yeah. barring doing the uh, coffin where you just lie down oh, yeah. and go down a hill which was glorious I
0: remember because um, skate 2 I think it was had um they kind of went to town on the um, like free camera and like yeah. camera editor mm-hmm. stuff. So you could basically you could cut together um, like a skate reel. Oh, okay. I think that's what they called it, it was skate reel. So you yeah. can kind of, um, you know, do a run, do some, do some tricks, whatever, and cut them together. And I spent probably about a month playing that game and ended up cu- cutting together an actual like two and a half minute skate video um I think oh what was it? I set it to I think it was um Escape from Hellview by CKY <laughs> for like you know two CKY two... great you know well, if you're gonna do a skate oh, video man, amazing if you're gonna do a skate video that's something I haven't thought about for a long um, time it might be on YouTube actually I'll try and find it <laughs> um, but you know I really I just really got into it because I'm like you know always kind of wanted to be good at. Skateboarding, yeah never, yeah, never. Didn't we all quite had the uh, physical dexterity to it? So I thought next yep. best thing, be good at virtual skating. <laughs> so yeah, kind of spent months just like cutting out these like 10 second clips of skating, putting them all together. Yeah, like going into like After Effects or something and, and stringing it all together. It was, it was good fun. And uh, I'll see if I can uh, see if I can find it in a minute. I, I want to see that when we're when we're done. Excellent. Might even put it in the show notes yep. if anyone else wants yep. to. Uh, I'm sure, everyone enjoy else wants to bear witness to that. Yeah, I hope I've still got it, actually. I might have deleted it from my YouTube account, but
1: I'll try
0: and find it. Excellent. Um, So, that's video games. It is. Um, All of them. All of the video games. Because I kind of want to end this episode on a high. Do you mind if we take it down a bit now? Ooh. Because I want to talk about Sherlock. (sighs)
1: So, obviously... When we started this we were like, we want this to be stuff we stuff we like. We love if we don't want to talk about things that we dislike. Um, and I think dislike's probably a bit of a stretch. But yeah. prior, I think, to the series, something that we have both thoroughly yeah. enjoyed. Sherlock has been an excellent show. Certain episodes in particular have been have been just outstanding. Oh absolutely. Um a couple have been fine. Yeah. But not great. Uh, obviously, it's largely filmed in Bristol. Yes. So they got to, they got to the BBC, our current hometown. Big up to the BBC down here. Uh, I think the, one of my favorite episodes is the the wedding episode. The wedding. I purely yeah. Goldney Hall. I used just to live just over the road. From exactly. That. So it's literally it just like down the road from, from us. From um, old hall. But so far, I mean. It's just kind of been rehashes of episodes they've already done.
0: Yeah, and I... And with,
1: with, with changes, but like, the Toby Jones episode is the Charles Augustus Magnuson episode. Yeah. Where it's the, he's the worst person the... I've ever... Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, he says like, oh, you know, whatever, what is his, Covington Smith. He says, yes. Oh, he's he's the, the worst, the most dangerous person ever. But then last year, Charles Magnuson was the most dangerous person ever. And then the year before that... Moriarty was the most dangerous person ever. And I was like, yeah, you can't really just keep doing this.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, we can we can understand they're bad without having it's cucumber bummer snatch
0: saying... <laughs> it's, it's telling not showing, isn't it? Yeah. Because, you know, we were told, oh, this guy's the most dangerous person ever. But all we really got was he, he said, I want to kill some people. And... And it was inferred that he had done it. It totally was inferred that previously. he'd done it for a, year, for a couple of years. Um... And no one really knew about it and he kind of bought people's kind of good graces mm-hmm. um through one way or another. Yeah. Um but then we were just told by Sherlock he's the most evil person ever. It's like Kind of right at the start and it just yeah. happened and then but was... I don't I don't believe that because I've not seen it, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Like I mean before you know, I don't wanna completely rag on it, but because like Toby Jones was brilliant. Yeah, sinister episode. as fuck, yeah. Like um, really channeled a kind of weird sort of murderous Jimmy Savile kind of character. Yeah, like, especially when it was in the hospital and stuff. Yeah, like, it. like, like that's it was, yeah,
1: that it that's when it was really, like, hmm, okay, this is... I don't want anyone I know to be around this, this human being. No. Ever. You kind of went from, like, smarmy to TV just, host. Well, to mogul or whatever it was with. Yeah. Um, but that episode was... The way improved from the oh, first
0: yeah. I mean, one. you know, it's all really, like, slick and they're really well acted. And mm-hmm. obviously a lot of yep. money's gone into it, a lot yep. of thought's gone into it. Yep. Well, apparently a lot of thought's gone into it. Um, so, you know, you can't fault the kind of production of it and the acting. No, nope. But just the, the material they've been given to work with, I've just, I've really struggled not with. been
1: not been as, as good this time around. No. Right? The problem is, my problem with the first episode... Who actually gives a fuck about Mary? Yeah, and not know. not to spoil the ending for anyone no, who's seen it, but, but, it's... but like the Mary episodes, the only reason you give a shit is because John gives a shit. Yeah, but like, I, why do I have any reason to care no. about this person's well being? You don't because she's legit
0: awful. Yeah, and it's like you said, like it's just the first episode of season four was just a rehash of. The previous Mary centric episode of I've got this past and I've you know, but like we know we know you do but, like you we've know. already established you've got a
1: ridiculous past and we've already overcome the oh I don't think you can deal with us, John so I'm going to leave forever yeah. but then it's all established goes, actually yes oh can. no I'm okay with that because that's remember he was in right, the right, fucking right. army and he's probably yeah. seen all sorts of shit and,
0: and then we just kind of got it again and you're like oh. and then there's that kind of you know. Mary and Sherlock are actually probably more suited to one another, in, not <laughs> in a romantic way, but in a kind of, mm-hmm. they are more cut from the same cloth. And, oh, they're going to, you know, she confides in him, he confides in her and this, that and the other. But no one really cares. And all episode one did was really, it was 90 minutes just for the sake of the last five.
1: Yeah, I think I think the way you put it before I'd seen it was that it was an excuse to move the pieces on yeah. the board from and then from a all to B. that was,
0: and then the end of that was just to justify what happened in episode two. Yeah, so it really feels that we've seen, you know, for this, you know, because there are only three episode seasons, mm-hmm. so for three hours, so two of the episodes literally have just been moving the pieces in place for whatever happens in episode three. Yeah, and I am just like, I'm, I am, I've yeah. not got the time for that. I don't no. want three hours of a prologue.
1: No, I think the problem is, is they've not been. They've not certainly not reached the heights of the previous highs of the, the series. So these are probably like 7 out of 10, really, yeah. if you look at it objectively, but just in the relation I, to... i go, well, I, they've... The first episode, probably less so. They've put...
0: Maybe 5 or 6. Currently, I think they've put character in front of any kind of story. Like... Yeah, yeah well, for, I mean, the first,
1: the first one was, again... Not really spoilers, but the first one does the worst mystery trope in the world, which is, oh, all along it was the person was a, that's literally not been in screen for yeah. longer than 20 seconds for the whole... It was him! You yeah. know, which is annoying. Um, I thought the second one was, yeah, oh, okay.
0: I, I don't know, I just, when I... Maybe I'm just a bit of a dick when it comes to Sherlock, but I, I don't, I don't want and I don't particularly like the habit that they've got into... In the kind of latter bits of this series, of Sherlock is a smarmy know-it-all dickhead who just ruins everyone's lives around him, but then people still love him anyway. And that's that's been it from day one. Yeah, but but it's also now it's become just kind of how fast and how you know how fast can Benedict Cumberbatch read this script, you know, in that kind of manic, and then this and then this and then this and oh that I know this because of this and your, yeah. your sleeves do this therefore that and, blah, 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 and reveal I'm just like give a fuck, mate, you know, let me kind of work it out for myself. Yeah, that's, that, I mean, that has been the M.O. from
1: yeah, but it, Series 1, but Episode 1. But
0: at least, like... It sounds more like you're fatigued by the... I don't know, premise I mean, like, at than... least in the kind of earlier ones, you were given... When there was, like, a mystery or when there was, you know, there was a crime to, sol- to be solved, you, you as the viewer were given the space in the episode to put the pieces together yourself... I mean, say for example, the first, episode one of season four, right? There's the mystery of, oh, right, how did that guy die in the car? Mm-hmm. Right? Were that in the first season, that would probably be, if not the whole episode, it would be a significant chunk. I mean, the, the thing I'm sort of reminded of was um, when he first meets Irene Adler and they talk mm-hmm. about the guy that gets hit eventually with a boomerang. Yeah. You know, the guy that died. Yep. So you as the viewer are challenged to to work this out, to work mm-hmm. this mystery out. And so even when it's revealed by him, you think, oh, well, I was on the same lines or whatever. You know, you're led there by, by Sherlock and by... Yeah. Um, but this one, it was kind of, right, here's the premise, here's the thing. Now let me immediately tell you how it was done. Yeah. What it reminded me of, and it's, you know, from personal experience and from my own, like, sort of childhood, is you know, a kid that's learned a magic trick goes, hey, this is cool. Now immediately let me show you how it was done because that's the coolest bit. And it's just them showing, the writers, I think, showing off about how clever they are. And I, I yeah, I, I, guess, I guess. I think it was, I think that
1: that episode could have existed without that happening. Yeah. I think, I, I understand what you mean, and it was a kind of a throwaway, here's this little side mystery and it gets solved. Yeah, like that but at the same time like that is that is very him so it's consistent yeah. to the character but it's not necessarily consistent to the show yeah
0: and i mean yeah i don't know i i just think when i think of sherlock as a show or and sherlock as a character and just as a as a kind of pop culture property yeah he's this kind of damaged sociopath who actually is a bit of a dick but also And you read the books, and you look at any other. You know, there's the core of it is let's solve a mystery. Hmm. Let's go crime solving, and they've they've forgotten that. I think the the best Sherlock episode of this sort of winter period was the Jonathan Creek Christmas special. I watched that because that's been that's what I want from a Sherlock show. Shite for a long time. That but that's what I the kind of here's a mystery. Let's solve it. Right. But at the same time, I
1: understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, if they delved, if they dug three episodes out where that was the premise in each one, is there the possibility that exactly the same conversation would be occurring right now, but you'd be like, well, they've not really tried because they're just doing the same thing again, where it's mystery at the start and we're led along this merry
0: path and then we get the answer at the end. I don't know. I mean, I quite like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Maybe it's um maybe it's by virtue of the fact that they've only got three episodes every other year. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, there's this expectation that they're gonna be big. Yeah. Right? They're gonna be a big event, you mm-hmm. know. When Sherlock comes back, everyone's alright, right, fuck it, Sherlock's on. Yep. And it's an it's an event, right? So there's this expectation that it's got to be of a particular heft. But compare that to something like, um, like Elementary. The uh, Johnny Lee Miller, Lucy Lou American mm-hmm. version, mm-hmm. right? Not saying it's the same thing, but I I'm enjoying that more at the moment, because it's, be- because they're given, you know, it's twenty odd episodes and they're forty five minutes each, and you've got the space to do the kind of mystery of the week. And also tie in a yeah. larger story, yeah. Um, which I think you know, because of the structure of BBC Sherlock, you can't do no. But they've also kind of they. I, I feel I feel they've kind of gone. We can't do that mystery of the week thing, because we've only got three weeks and you know nine hours. Or yeah. Six, four and a half hours. Yeah. But rather than. Yeah, I think that, they've gone, right, well, we'll just sack it off and it'll just now be a character drama about this kind of, you know, fast talking sociopath who's a dick to everyone.
1: Yeah. But that is again, yeah. at least fifty percent of every episode that's ever appeared yeah, is that. But
0: they've forgotten the other fifty percent. Yeah.
1: But I think this time they've like you said, I think this like, time they've they've gone for there's going to be one big thing. Yeah, story arc across three episodes. Which yeah. is not surprising given that it's yeah, Moffat and Gatiss because they did the same. with yeah. Doctor Who.
0: Maybe it'll make sense when it's all out and you watch it all as a like a film. Maybe
1: I still like I said. I still think it's it's far, um, it's far and away off the standard set by previous yeah. series. I think it sounds slightly more like you're fatigued with. I'm just. Um, I think I am just a bit done with it. Like, um, it's all the same. Also, for what it's worth, like, like, um, I've only watched like the first few of Elementary fucking hate that show. Really? Yeah. Oh, I loved it.
0: it. I really like it. Like, it's proper, you know, it's police procedurally kind of that stuff. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's the makers of
0: CSI got hold of it. I like it, though. It's it's good. It's got Lucy Liu in it. Yeah. That's good. Natalie Dormer's in it. She's Moriarty. It's got Johnny Lee Miller in it, and he's cool.
1: (sighs) Yeah. I'm not a fan of that one. Oh, fair
0: enough. But each to their own. Yeah.
1: Be boring if we came on this and we loved everything. Yeah, same.
0: it'd be a bit of a, it'd
1: be a bit of a climax, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh look, they both loved the same thing. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. No, I I like I like Elementary. It's a bit like um, a bit like House. It reminds me a lot of House. I mean, that got shit towards the end, but it yeah, did. Anyway. Um, so you know, I'm I, I watch the last episode because mm-hmm. I feel like I've I've committed to it and I will watch it. But they're they're gonna have to do a lot to win me over because obviously that's their intention. They yeah. thought, what can we do to win this guy over? <laughs> so you know, strong reports
1: that uh, a Simon Kane is complaining about this show on a on a podcast. So we need to we're gonna come sort on, guys, shit out for eighteen months time, yeah. two years time, whenever the next one comes out.
0: So uh, it's got prom- it's got promise. I think this next episode, you know, the end of episode two changes things a bit mm-hmm. so you know we'll see yeah but yeah I think I'm just a bit tired of Sherlock now but each their right own that's, that's so just perfectly really, allowed yeah have you been watching anything else? Uh, anything?
1: I watched The Nice Guys oh it's such a great film it's, uh, it's brilliant um, such a good film those who don't know it's proper film noir is it Steve Vaughan? Uh, Steve Black, Steve Black, no Shane, Shane Black. Black, yeah, who did Iron Man three, amongst
0: others, and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, yeah, best uh, Christmas film.
1: It's is Die Hard. No,
0: Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is a better Christmas
1: film. Behave yourself. As long as <laughs> right, it's a fucking frustrating as fuck. People keep saying Frozen's Christmas film. No, it's a summer. That's a. It's the whole premise of that film is it's summer. Yeah, it's snowy. And eternal winter happens. Mm. It's not Christmas. No one mentions Christmas. Christmas does not occur in that film. It's because a snowman. Like, stop putting it on at Christmas. <laughs> stop talking about it as Christmas films. It's not a Christmas film. You're allowed to, the answers are allowed to be Die
0: Hard, Elf. It's a Wonderful Life, Elf, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang,
1: Yeah, Miracle on 34th Street, uh, Jingle
0: All The Way, Yeah, Guest Love Actually, Oh God, no.
1: That's a Christmas film.
0: Well, yeah, but it's not a good one. That's entirely watchable. Is it? Yeah. It's just people are dickheads. Again, it's just horrible people. No. Right, Alan Rickman makes a mistake. That's, that's a
1: horrible mistake, because that girl's not even good looking. And he buys that like gaudy. Yeah. I got him on a which uh, Love Actually character are you? Really? Dumb internet thing that we all did, and we watched it once. And the worst thing... That I thought about was like not the fact that oh it makes me like a cheating bastard or a guy who's trying to cheat. It's that I'd be that guy who bought that
0: fucking necklace. It's horrible. Tell you what, I, what I the only thing the thing I do like about and it's not the film at all. But do you ever watch? Did you ever watch um, or do you watch uh, First Dates? Yes. Did you see the Christmas episode of First Dates a few weeks ago mm-hmm. around Christmas time? No. Obviously. So you know I do love that show though. It's, so, you know there's there's the two like waiting staff who you know are destined to be like
1: Celebrity Big Brother No like Reality yeah, like TV show.
0: No, they're supposed to that you can tell that they, they're just totally into each other. Like, uh, two of the
1: waiters. I'm sure you're right, but um I've not watched it periodically enough to
0: But there so there are these two. There's um and and you can tell that they're so into each other and okay. right? they're a really good friends, and you can tell that like you know they just they should be together. Right. And then uh, they do the kind of the Christmas episode and at the very end, like post credits thing, they're kind of you know, all the staff are together and they're like sharing like Christmas memories and this, that and the other. And the guy, you kind of him and her in the in front of the camera and mm-hmm. he just holds up a sign that says, uh, because Christmas is a time for, does the love actually yeah, yeah. And says, Oh to me and and it's just like oh, that's oh, that's lovely. And except when you think about that bit in the film and how weird that is. Yeah. Andrew Lincoln's a douche. Yeah, as is Keira Knightley.
1: Yeah. I don't like Keira Knightley in
0: anything. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about Christmas in <clears throat> January. Yeah.
1: Well, it's only just passed. Oh, yeah. We're less than... Yeah. We're less anyway, than nice guys. Yes. Uh, film noir, P.I., detectives, uh, Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe, who become like the best double act for... So good. Uh, ...for a long time. Uh... It goes down past so you wouldn't expect it to in terms of the the resolution in terms of whether mm. you think they're going to find whatever or whomever it is that they're looking yeah. for. Um, but yeah, the 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 dialogue between the That's two is. Really great. Ryan Gosling, I think, it's one of the the better roles I think I've ever yeah. seen him in. As much as a he's you know, secretly loving. an incredibly funny guy. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. But remarkably dry. Um, yeah, I think that his daughter's really good in it as well. Yeah, the the young girl which, you know, very rarely do you like, oh, child actor, yeah. child, good. Yeah. Normally it's like, oh, child actor, can read script. Yeah. Which, you I know, really... it's about the, the only box you need to tick, whereas this time's pretty, pretty darn good. I mean, she's probably about 18 and we don't really know. Yeah, it's normally the make way up it. In it.
0: Uh, but no, it's... uh, It's great. I loved it. It's really well done. The, it, it keeps, keeps going. I love the kind of the party scene where he's like swimming after the mermaids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he falls, out, falls off the mountains. How did you get down there? I like I found, a, I found, I found. Did you fall? No.
1: Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, it's fantastic.
0: It's, yeah. Anyone with a passing interest it's in that. Uh, I, I need know. to watch it again. Actually, um, I watched sorry, film film wise before we move on to um, jump to the third track <laughs> of this podcast. Um, I watched Green Room a few weeks ago. So I
1: bought that at the same time as Nice Guys. I've not watched it yet. It's, great.
0: It's, it's on Netflix, so you didn't even need to buy it. No, but I like having the thing. Oh, true, you are one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> I say one of those people. <laughs> you like buying... Well, I like having the thing. Physical media. It's really good. Yeah, it looks dark. Balls. Like... Because Anthony
1: Yeltsin, isn't it? Anthony Boy, Yeltsin, uh, Patrick sorry. Stewart. Patrick uh, Stewart is a Patrick's, leader of a... Like, yeah, leader of this right, kind of...
0: Skinhead. Neo-Nazi, far-right thing in America. So okay, as much as he's not really done that... I can picture him being yeah. terrifying. Where, wherever the premise?
1: Yeah. Band goes to play Yeah, they like random end up, gig in small.
0: Yeah, they end up m- playing Midwest. this show in this like cabin bar thing in like Oregon, which happened to be like happens to be run by this like far right neo Nazi group. They witness a thing and you know, very much caught up in the aftermath the, of thing. Yeah, the people uh postulate that they they can't really be allowed to have seen this thing and then it escalates from there it, it looks tense as balls um, yeah it's very much like a it is a horror film like it's yeah it's it's but it's, it's really good there are um, I'd turn the volume up because a lot of the dialogue's not really well mixed okay like it's quite quiet mm-hmm. um, and a, a bit mumbly so we ended up watching it with uh, with subtitles on, even right. though it's in English. <laughs> um but um Flurian so says like uh, Patrick Stewart in his like Spanish turn. <laughs> no, it's it's all in English, but like just a lot of the audio, at least on the the one in on Netflix, was a bit um, Okay. Wasn't really mixed very well. Um one of the best bits of it, and I just I loved that it they decided to do it in the film, was this uh, this punk band open their show in um, a, you know, far-right compound, essentially, with the Dead Kennedy song, uh, Nazi Punk's Fuck Off. Excellent. (laughs) And I'm like, that's inspired. That's great. Um, I feel like that's maybe the turning point where shit goes down. um, Strangely, no. Oh. Strangely, no. Strangely, that wins them round. (laughs) Oh. Okay. (laughs) But no, that was... Green Room, it's, it's very good. Um don't watch it kind of late at night I think you'll have trouble sleeping okay um, but it's good fun well, not fun but you know it's a good film good horror good horror good excellent. film excellent I will um, check that out yeah some real kind of queasy kind of cringy moments but yeah it was good excellent have I watched anything else? trying to think can't remember um, I watched lots of Parks and Rec excellent show I've just sort of been binging on that mm-hmm. sort of post Christmas um discussed this a few days ago uh with jem It's kind of that show's like a warm blanket, like I could watch that forever and be happy yeah um I love it, and it's, yeah,
1: it's the comforting you know kind of lovable stupidity of uh chris Pratt and yeah Aubrey Plaza
0: it's just everyone in it i just i i just I could watch that show forever and it just makes me happy
1: yeah it's, and a, it's a great show uh. Another one that does the, the weird thing, which I don't... I've never really been a fan of, where they're like, oh, so this series happens several years in the future.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like the last um, last series does that, which
1: it? I always feel is basically an admission by the writers of we've run out of things to do, but Let's want reset. to carry on doing it. Yeah, yeah. Because if you jump several years in the future, you can be like, hey, remember when this happened two years ago, which we've never seen, yeah. but you can just... Make canon up as you the go one, along.
0: The one time I've seen that done and done well and done for a reason uh, was somewhat shamefully, uh, Desperate Housewives. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I, I liked used to it. watch.
1: I used to watch that. I'm going to it's disagree great. with you on the whether that worked
0: well or not. Well, but. I don't. I think it worked because obviously you know the filming's get you know you do one season a year. You've got these children in it who are getting older and older and older each year, but actually, yeah. canon time. It's only been a few months. Yeah, a year. So they have to adjust to... I suppose. Now the kids have grown up now. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, I know what you mean. It's kind of like... Uh, so I remember all this stuff that happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they were like, yeah.
1: remember this happening like two years ago? And we are like, well, we've never seen that. And we're like, exactly. So we can yeah. just make shit up that's happened yeah. and help that propel but you could, these you new could things that moving that forward.
0: You could do that at any point in any show, I think, couldn't you?
1: Well, Yeah. So but when you set up the precedent from the start yeah. Yeah, yeah true then obviously you're working with you know you're working with the inferred notion that we don't know what's happened in these people's lives the previous 30 years yeah. that they've but <laughs> well, then to just do it again just yeah. for the sake of storyline is a bit it's more like well maybe you should just end it yeah I suppose but, that's uh, more the American tendency isn't it is yeah. they don't get the whole British thing of like two or three series is really and then, good and then we'll just close it off in a like, nice little bow yeah
0: they're like mill kit. Yeah, uh, obviously uh, Gattis and Moffat. If you're listening, <laughs> take take the hint, please. Well, we'll see what we'll yeah, see we'll what see. happens tonight. We'll see. from um, there. Um, so, I think we should finish by talking about something, or a few things actually that have been really fun in mm. the world of wrestling. Mm. Um, one thing before actually what we watched yesterday. I did want to quickly mention uh, Wrestle Kingdom Eleven. Oh yeah, and just, and just actually more in general, I've been watching a lot more sort of since Christmas, non WWE wrestling, mm-hmm. and just I'm surprised it's taken me this long to branch out a bit and just see see things from the other side and see how the other half live somewhat.
1: Yeah, well, the you know WWE are so all encompassing that yeah. you they. The, They help to make you forget how, how much there is there, how how many other promotions. I mean, watching
0: uh, watching Wrestle Kingdom Eleven, which is the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling sort of January um, WrestleMania pay per view. Um, I'm just I, you know, obviously wrestling is wrestling, or so correct. So you would nailed on point. Um, Wrestling is wrestling. Done, Um, but just the kind of the different, the difference in sort of flavour. Mm-hmm. Of you know the kind of American WWE style to the kind of Japanese style of wrestling, and I just I really enjoyed Wrestle Kingdom 11. Um, all six hours of it, all six Fox hours a. of it.
1: Um, and we complain about four hour WrestleManias and yeah, sports, that's geez. a long old show.
0: Um, key moments before kind of you know because it was a while ago since I've seen it now, but um, Cody Rhodes or Cody, as he's just now gonna say. Known. The American Mm. Nightmare, Mm -hmm. which is the best, um, the best kind of nickname, I think, for him. Yep. Um, it's just brilliant. Clearly doing the work of his life at the moment. Oh, God, yeah. Like, he's killing it. Yeah. Did you see him and Zack Sabre Jr. at WCPW? I didn't, but, um, I've watched a lot of... It's on YouTube now, full match. I've watched a lot of WCPW recently, um... Really like shout liked. out to our UK yeah, boys, good old Adam Pacitti and uh Blampier and Blampied Check the Chopper, yeah, and like. Um, so the kind of one again, I'm a big fan of a chop block, as you know. Mm-hmm. There's a moment in the Cody, uh, Juice Robinson match, CJ Parker, CJ hits him with the gnarliest chop block I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, it's very much like the revival. Yeah. DIY gnarly where you like
0: awesome. think he's actually destroyed his knee for yeah. life so Cody doing like burning the house down mm-hmm. now that he's uh, freed from the shackles of uh, WWE supernatural yeah he'll go beams. back
1: but yeah but hopefully he'll be something baller. closer to what he's now yeah because um, all about
0: those all about the money yeah um, and I just did the Make It Rain hand sign. I <laughs> forgot I was on the uh, audio. Only. Speaking, of, uh, speaking of Rainmakers. Oh, yeah. Hey. Well, I think this is um, the, the one match everyone's talking Okada, about. Akada Omega absolutely killed it. Like, I'll be honest, I've never seen either of those guys wrestle before. Oh, okay. Because um, it's difficult to get hold of... Um, New Japan stuff. Yeah, um, got hold of well, a via magic. Um, so definitely not illegality. Don't tell anyone. But you know, it's really difficult to get hold of. Mm-hmm. So I've not really seen a lot of either of those guys wrestle. But just off, you know, off that alone, the fact that by the end of that forty-five minute match, I was just completely emotionally worn out.
1: Yeah. It, it was, was the oh, the escalation of violence of pace of intensity was ridiculous. I think there's a bit of there is a bit of a jump in that it's quite slow for 10 15 minutes oh, and all of a sudden it I mean it ramps up yeah exponentially. There are
0: these there are moments like in the kind of first sort of 10 15 minutes yeah. like you say where there are these little spots like um a car like leap over the barricade mm-hmm. and then it all kind of it's all pretty I don't want to say sedate but yeah, you know in the grand scheme of things standard yeah. wrestling match for a while and then Kenny Omega takes the sickest backdrop through a table. To b- backdrop over the top over rope. Over the top rope to a through a table. Oh, and I then from there it just kind of That that
1: one there's two moments in the match that I think one goes one side of the line one goes on the other of like I think I'd rather not see that again because of oh my god Please these don't are die. actually die yeah. the back body drop just about I'm okay with even though I mean it looked yeah. horrific there is nowhere you are coming down and landing and he sort of landed a bit side on it could have been horrendous but or all all, he was fine. The dragon suplex off the top rope onto yeah. a collar's neck. Yeah, don't Yeah, don't, don't do I, that again. I think please. I'm parroting someone else's I like, what someone else said it might have been Dave Meltzer, but yeah, please please don't do don't, that Don't don't do that again cuz that that's broken neck. Territory. That was Yeah. Like it looked like the moment it
0: happened you're like that's bad. That was worse than just kind of the more probably more well-known example, at least between us, of um, Bailey-Sasha, the reverse Rana off the top rope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a lot worse than It that. was so much, but
1: yeah. But yeah, at the same point, of like, right, I get it, that you did it in that moment, please Never do don't again. do it again. Yeah, but yeah, that match was insane, the, the result was a bit of a surprise, I Yeah, most people thought Kenny Omega was going to win, win the title. but uh, yeah, it... It was incredible. Like I said, I don't watch a huge amount of New Japan I dip in and out. But I knew most of what was going on prior to Wrestle Kingdom 11. Um, but yeah, that match stole the, stole stole the show. I think for anyone... 46 minutes. Yeah. Go out of your way to, to find it yeah, and watch it. Cause it's, it's on...
0: It's, it must be on YouTube by now. Yeah, that's like how I watch it.
1: or something. Yep. Somewhere. Try and watch it with the Japanese commentary rather than the I watched
0: it with English the commentary. British commentary. It was alright. Or it's the fine American.
1: But they're a bit like, they're very calm. They're not very in the moment. No. Whereas the Japanese commentary, they, yeah. are, they are mental. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to the uh, crying
0: women in the uh, audience <laughs> yeah. afterwards. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. Um, I watched the World of Sport thing on ITV. Oh, I still haven't seen that. Um, I've been too busy watching Ninja Warrior UK. I wouldn't... Shite. Honestly, I wouldn't bother now that we've seen the, the UK Championship, like... I think when we mentioned this a few episodes ago of World of Sport having that kind of gladiators feel to it, and it, as much as I enjoyed it and as much as it was nice to see, um, you know, British wrestling on TV. On terrestrial free-to-air yeah, TV. It's it was very gladiators-y and it was very cheesy. What? Not cheesy, it wasn't kind of, you know, they were the characters who were wrestling were those characters? You know, yep. like guys like uh, El Ligero and mm-hmm. Dave Mastiff and and Gerardo. like they didn't change their gimmicks for TV. But it, the presentation, the, all the presentation, yeah. is a bit twee and a bit kind yeah. of yeah. Saturday family Saturday afternoon family TV. Yeah, fine fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very kind of you expect John Fashnou to be one of the ring announcers or something. <laughs> um, although it did, totally. have, it did um, have JR on commentary. Did it? Yeah, good old JR was comment commentating a lot of sport. Wow, um, and then that kind of led me down the WCPW path. Watching mm-hmm. a lot of British wrestling yep. at the moment, I really enjoy WCPW. I know you're a bit mixed on it, aren't you?
1: No, I think some of the wrestling's great. Again, I they're very anti WWE, and they're like they like they want to do everything that yeah. they don't, and some of it you're like right, it's got that, a slight ECW vibe to um, it, isn't it? But no, I mean some of the wrestling is great. Some of the people they've got involved, they're um, really good. Obviously, getting a lot of overseas talent in now. Yeah. They've had Cody Rhodes, Billy uh Matt Hardy, um, Alberto El Patron, Johnny Mundo. Yeah. Um, so they've got a lot of big names coming in, but they still place lots of uh, their own British talent high yeah. up there, which is great to see. Um, and a lot of them appeared in. Yeah, what we sat and watched last wow. night, the uh, the WWE UK Championship night what one. A,
0: what a what show! I mean, I know we we sort of talked about this before we started recording. That actually, in terms of memorable matches, if you took it as in like eight individual matches, mm-hmm. none of them were particularly like five star, like stellar things. No, but as a as a whole, as a kind of this is what British wrestling is and. Look at these people, and yeah, this is the best of British. Mm-hmm. What a what an event,
1: really! Yeah, it was, um, you know, obviously, all the matches are a, a means to an end, which is necessary in the, the tournament format. Um, but yeah, I think the people who we were expecting to stand out stood out, oh, yeah. and were given the opportunity to do so. Um, I think probably Trent Seven the least, yeah, out of all of the, um, the kind of big. Name hitters that people are expecting. To well, I think because I think
0: that probably, virtually, by virtue of him going on first, um, you know, people weren't like warmed up to what to expect. Maybe I don't know. No, I
1: think no, I think he was just given the least to to work with in terms of character, in terms of what they could do in the match, and that mm-hmm. might be something to do with you know maybe whoever he was wrestling and their H-C ability to. Um, Tell a story or whatever. I think, you know, he's great. I've seen quite a bit of him. Uh, but I think when you compare it to what they did for Tyler Bate oh, right. in their last match, he was just outstanding. 19. Very, yeah, oh, it's annoying. It's, uh, it's kid frustrating. 19. It's vegan as well. Is apparently. he? Yeah. Shit. I had a uh, very short Twitter conversation with Danielle Matheson from Upbrox. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? Name dropping. Um, Friend of the show, Daniel Maths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. It's our route to uh, yeah. Brandon. Um, no, we love you too, Daniel. Uh, well, yeah. I kind of said like, how does someone? Because she was like properly picking up um, the British strong style guys. So yeah. him, Trent yeah. Seven, Pete Dunn. Yeah, Pete Dunn. Uh, and I think yeah. she just did like a heart, heart eyes emojis after the the Tyler Bate match, and I kind of said like, how does some, you know, someone at nineteen yeah, have good. that level of charisma, confidence, talent, and yeah. let's face it, moustache, because I couldn't grow that fucker at 19. No. Uh, and I think she just replied with vegan magic. <laughs> vegan magic.
0: The um, Daniel Bryan school of wrestling. Yeah,
1: so, uh, um, yeah, he was he was outstanding. Very obviously Jack Gallagher-esque in that kind yeah. of like gentlemanly, strong man-y presentation, yeah. but at the same time, you know, pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty brutal. Um, Mark Andrews was great. Oh, like, yeah. super crisp. And everything yeah. he did. And like I said to you, when you know we were obviously messaging uh, we were talking over the was course of the evening, and uh, I think what I love, and I can't tell you how nice this is to see, but someone going to the top rope and hitting the move Straight immediately, away. not walking up there, balancing for 10 to 15 seconds and milking doing it. Doing a pose, for, doing a taunt, and then doing it. Literally, but, top rope. But the moment his done. second foot hit where it needed to be,
0: he went. Yeah, uh, I mean, and that, you've got to think that the whole balance, here, that, you know, there's a safety kind of confidence thing. with. That, oh, you know, of course, you get balance, of course. But the fact that he can go up there and be comfortable straight away and just go, right, and now jump. Mm. Is but from, yeah, awesome. from
1: like a K5, K5 point of view, it's been like, normally in your head, you're like, why, why would he be stood there kind of balancing for ages? Yeah. Whereas this is like, right, you are going to want to hit it straight away. Obviously, that suplex to stunner. That remember, was, was amazing. Sick. That was um awesome. so he was great and then the most screen time that they gave by a long stretch was uh, see Pete Dunne Pete Dunne the Bruiserweight, who Mate. I think commits to his character 100% anything that shows in everything he does from yeah. his entrance to his presentation in the ring to his moves in the ring you, uh, and then obviously he, was, like
0: he, he looks like he could kill you mm.
1: yeah and probably would yeah and I think the best thing again about him is he's that kind of, like, shit-eating heel of, yeah, he'll beat the crap out of you, can beat the crap out of you, but, like, the moment Regal got in his face... He backed off. He was, like...
0: Yeah, ooh, easy. But, like,
1: sort of smirking, because yeah. he knew Regal wasn't actually going to hit him, but at the same time was still, like... Yeah, he's not... Walking away. Confrontational, still, he's... Yeah. Still trying to run away. Uh, but, yeah, the beatdown of Sam Gradwell was pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, I imagine they're going to push him quite hard, I think... A lot of people yeah, are picking him
0: for whatever happens as a result of the tournament, if this is you know, if this is the start of an ongoing thing, mm-hmm. you know, he's got to be already kind of top of the tree. Yeah. Or, you know, up there in the UK WWE main event, if you know, we yeah. want to stratify it that much. Um one thing I did like and we both I think we both uh retweeted this on Twitter, um but just the um I noticed when we were the the commentary by that like Michael Cole um, so many times they referenced how many times each wrestler had been mugged in their like yeah, in mu- their past or yeah, yeah, yeah. their like, oh, difficult upbringings yeah. he, and... you know he was mugged here and he was mugged and left yeah, but, to die yeah, here. Was like, and he was mugged and he, he, was he threw mugged. someone in the canal yeah he and, was mugged but then he went beat the shit out of them but came back with his stuff and an extra tooth or something. Like, yeah, this is right. like Nigel McGuinness rambling on about some nonsense. And this is something I think you know, really kind of summed up in this thing that we we both uh, retweeted after watching it from uh, RN Lang, who actually looking at their Twitter feed, oh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. just hilarious, yeah, and awesome. But uh, US wrestlers, uh, I used to backyard wrestle and play football, UK wrestlers, I've been bar fighting since nine, I've killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like that. That was the kind of yeah. That was the, the presentation mostly the, the gist. All of these British wrestlers have you know have probably killed someone. Yeah. <laughs> Except the guy who was Jesus. Oh yeah, the, the muscle cat. books. Yeah. Uh, Saxon Huxley. Yeah. Oh so guy, I read I read philosophy books.
1: Yeah. And Look like Jesus a
0: bit. Jesus. That was weird. He, although uh, props to the to the crowd at the Emperor's Ballroom, they just went to town with it, didn't they? <laughs> I wanna know if you'll be my god. Yeah, hey Jesus. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Kind
1: of they did kind of forget about the match a little bit. Oh yeah. Which is kind of like that bit where you go, like, right, you're funny and all, but remember that you're supposed to be reacting to the thing that's going on, not just that went a bit NXT.
0: Yeah, almost the kind of full sale, we're more important we're more important than uh But it was funny. It's it's a
1: very British crowd thing, isn't it? They're more chanty than yeah, a bit else. boisterous. Uh, but yeah, I think we're probably looking at Bate versus Seven on one side of the draw, Semi and Dunn. Andrews
0: on the other. Yeah, that's going to be your final four, hasn't it?
1: I think so. And obviously that's three of British Strong Style. Yeah, um, and then Mark Andrews. Yeah, who's just come off of TNA, actually. Has he? Yeah, he really? was on TNA a little bit. Um, so I'm going to assume that's been removed from... Yeah. Any note on his (laughs) Twitter or anything? I'm sure the WWE were all over that in TNA. Um, Oh, quickly about uh, TNA just before we uh, wrap up anything. Seen the new logo? Oh, with the with the owl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Have you seen the new presentation of Damien Sandow? No. So. So obviously Aaron Rex, stupid name, Um, and they. Clearly want to do something akin to his, uh, you know, Rhodes scholars Oh, yeah, yeah. Bit so, an
0: intellectual saviour sort of character. Yeah.
1: Is. Except remove the beard and the, like, right, the smoking jacket and the cravat and everything. And insert huge white fur jacket and gold, massive, um, vulgar golden rings and stuff. So like and now. And now he's kind of like he's basically liberace. <laughs> so he's re- he's really effeminate. He looks like he's wearing lip gloss and eyeliner. And that he's talking in a very like wow. LA darling kind of Oh wow. And so he's got uh, Rockstar Spud as his chalet as his chalet. <laughs> as his ballet <laughs> As his chalet, just just Rockstar Spud's become this huge house. Um and yeah I, but you can tell how bad it is by the crowd because the TNA crowd isn't the best anyway, especially now because no. it's about three people and yeah. their dog. Um, but they don't even boo it at first, <laughs> they just nothing it, and it's just you can just hear that kind of like quiet mumbling of like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is this Like, really, yeah, what on. is happening? It's just so bad. That's all. Awesome. Check it out. So, it's, it's like a three minute clip on YouTube, just Brilliant. watch it and be annoyed. <laughs> That's all. Awesome. You know what was so much potential. Yeah, you know, and it's now it's
0: now just gone down the toilet, wasting away at yeah, TNA. TNA. However long that place is going to last, circle the drain for a yeah. bit longer, isn't it? Yeah, um, God bless them. So quickly off the top of your head, who's your pick to win the UK title?
1: I think the winner of Seven versus bait I don't. Think I don't think they'll put it undone. No. No.
0: I'm gonna. I think they'll have him chase it. I rec- I'm gonna. I'm gonna go against you there. I think they're gonna put. I. I think they're gonna put it undone. I think, they did the, um, in the CWC, which obviously this is kind of modeled a lot off. Um. Which obviously they've you know they've learned a lot from the CWC. I know we talked about this, before, but the idea of building stories into the tournament so that whatever happens next, yep. kind of hits the ground running. Mm-hmm. Um. But they did the kind of underdog upset thing, uh, big face win at CWC with um, uh, TJ Perkins going over. Um, Yeah. And the kind of two picks to win, um, either Zack Sabre Jr. or Koto Bushi, both lost out in the semis. Yeah. So I don't think they'll do something like that again. My feeling, and and if you were to pick a kind of TJ Perkins of this UK tournament, it's Mark Andrews mm. um, so I think personally I think they'll go a different route and I think they will go with a a heel win i will be perfectly happy with I, that. I think Dunn's going to win I'm going to put um, stake my reputation on it <laughs> um, whatever's left of it, yeah, yeah. to be honest um, but before we I think before we wrap up um, I will say if anyone you know if you're not into wrestling you know because I think a lot of people you know so a lot of people listen to this but well, a few people listen to this podcast. Um not really into the wrestling side of it. Um and you know, British wrestling up to this this point, the kind of popular view of it has been the kind of world of sport. Um, you know, Big Daddy versus Giant Haystacks, yeah. you know, that's all that British wrestling's ever really been, hasn't it? If you think about it. Like all people's history of British wrestling comes yeah. from this, you know, world of sport from thirty years ago. Yeah. Um even if you've got sort of the pass, the smallest of passing interests, um, get yourself a free month on the network and watch both episodes of this because I'm sure um, tonight's episode, the kind of quarters, semis, and the finals, are going to be better than yesterday. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and just look at what is, you know, look at the state of British wrestling mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know realize that it is more than, more than that. Absolutely. Um, and actually even, it's in a very good place even without that you know if you um, don't want to sign up for your free month in the network watch something like uh, WCPW because they're you know a lot of the people in the tournament now wrestle there and there's a lot of good yep. British talent yep. in that in that promotion and that's all free on YouTube so uh, mm. check it out absolutely do yourself um, a favour yeah cool I think should we uh wrap it up We probably should before we should go yeah. have like a beer or something probably should mm. yeah Sunday evening and all that it is indeed so um, before we leave I did actually mean to do this at the beginning because I th- I, I, I'm I now thinking it's probably better to put this whole plugging thing at the beginning but fuck it we'll do that next week yeah um, as always you know the fact that you're listening to this is uh, prize enough for us but it'd be lovely for more people to listen to it so um as always, share and subscribe. Um, if you're an iTunes user, if you're listening to us um, on iTunes, please make sure to either leave us a five-star rating or a review or both. Um, that goes a long way to kind of putting us up in the uh, iTunes ranks. In the elite. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I looked at the iTunes ranking for, like, video game and, like, hobby podcasts. And we're not even... We're nowhere there. I, we're missing that. from the top spot. Funny that. Um, figured. I figured yeah. we might. We, we might just be. So it'd be, you know, it be lovely one day if I, you know, if we turn that on and we were, you know, eking into the bottom. So uh, how, you know, but however you listen to us, um, a cast, iTunes, um, share it around, share it to people who you think might be interested. Um, as always, we're on Twitter. So collectively, the podcast is uh, at finishing underscore moves. Uh, individually, I'm at Smimons. Uh, I'm at which the warrior. Next week, we will find out. No, we won't. <laughs> the mystery will remain unsolved. Um, and also, we're on Facebook. Um, Facebook is uh, Facebook forward slash uh, finishing moves podcast. So join us there um, and just keep up to date with what we're doing. And until then but not until then because you can do that whenever you want but um, <laughs> yeah that's it for this week I think absolutely uh, we'll come back ready and wearing
1: probably next week or shortly thereafter shortly thereafter with, with uh, talk of the uh, finale of UK Championship
0: and probably the finale of Sherlock
1: yeah a lot of f- things to finish and I'll have probably played a whole lot less games because I'll have actually things attended work. work this week yeah. rather than not die in my, uh, in my room alone <laughs>
0: Fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, fingers crossed.
0: No, no tonsillitis. No tonsillitis. More games. Cool. All right, then, guys. See you later. On the best. Bye bye.